0: Welcome
1: to the Illuminations Media Network. And welcome back to the Meditation Book Club. This is Tamara, and I am just super excited that you're here with us again uh, for this week with our Reverend Ike book, I'm just uh, loving this book. I I love how Reverend Ike is just so very down to earth and personal and he puts it into very plain language and I love the way he is so repetitive, getting his point across. And so today in our book, Secrets for Health, Joy and Prosperity for You, A Science of Living Study Guide on Chapter 8, It's Not Your Skin, It's Your Mind by Reverend Ike. And today, I think we're going to have Alexa read this for us and give us an opportunity to really just feel it uh, without having to work too hard. (laughs) And so, Alexa, please read my latest Kindle
2: book. Resuming Tamara's most recent book, Reverend Ike's Secrets for Health, Joy, and Prosperity, For You, A Science of Living Study Guide, There are six hours left in the book. Chapter 8 I tease not your skin, I tease your mind. Dr. Frederick I. Karen The Lord is no respecter of persons. Acts 10.34 And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12.2 A science of living principle. Your consciousness determines your experience. When you know your spiritual identity, you don't think of yourself in terms of race. The law of life and the law of the cosmos react to everyone on the same basis. It would alarm some of you if you really knew what I was saying to myself when you tell me all of these things like, Oh, Reverend Ike, I'm so sick. I've got arthritis. I've got this. I've got that. Do you know what I say to myself when people tell me things like that? I say, I don't believe it. There is not a word of truth to it. What I am doing is denying the existence of anything negative in your life. This is one of the techniques used to program life as we want it to be. To put it more directly, you must flatly reject what you don't want. You don't have to experience what you don't want. Flatly reject what you don't want in your life. Mental laziness. What I'm teaching you is so simple. But you'd be surprised how few people do it. You see, the masses of people are spiritually and mentally lazy. They are too lazy to think for themselves. They will listen to the radio, to TV, to the news, and they will think whatever the media tell them to think. The media program them. The newscasts program them. If you are too spiritually and mentally lazy to learn how to think for yourself, the world will do it for you. And before you know it, you will be in a hell of a fix. Think it down. Some people say to me, Reverend Ike, don't tell me that I've thought this up on me. No, I didn't think this up. I say to them, no, you may not have thought it up. You may not have thought it up, but did you think it down? You see, what you experience in life depends on what ideas you accept and reject. You may not consciously accept an idea, but if you don't consciously reject it, that idea will manifest in your experience. You don't have to consciously think sickness and disease to have them you don't have to do that the world has already cooked up a nice juicy pot of diseases for you if you are black you are supposed to have sickle cell anemia sometimes the black leaders will say to me reverend ike what are you doing for sickle cell anemia i say not a damn thing i want no part of it i will not have it i do not want it i'm not interested in it I flatly reject the idea of it. Have some potage. Back in the country where I was born, when kids grew up, they already had their diseases lined up for them. Measles, mumps, whooping cough. People thought that you were due to have these things. If you didn't, you were some kind of a queer. You don't have to think negative things up, but you better think them down. All of these diseases are in the world mind, so you don't have to think them up. But if you leave a vacuum in your mind, If you do not flatly reject the idea of them, the world will give you some of its mess of potage. You may not consciously accept a negative idea, but if you don't consciously reject it, that idea will manifest in your experience. Be not conformed to this world. Self-discovery is not just for the white folks or the yellow folks or the black folks. Self-discovery is for everyone who is willing to take the time and make the effort. Self-discovery is for everyone who has in his mind a concept for a better life, an idea of a better way to live, an idea of having and enjoying more. God is no respecter of persons means that as a man thinks so is he regardless of race, creed or color. The Lord law of mind responds to every person the same. As Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew 9:29. Your faith is what you believe about yourself. Believe the best about yourself and that's what you bring into your life. Believe the worst about yourself and that's what you bring into your life. It's not your color, it's your mind. You can pull yourself up by your bootstraps to be something, to do something, and to have something. We are all individualizations of God. I like to put it this, people of different races are God wrapped in different color packages. I want you to think about what Brother Paul tells us. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. And it doesn't matter about your race or your present station in life. Your destiny depends on how you program your mind, how you program your consciousness.
1: <laughs> All right. And so this is a lot of stuff here to take in. You know, I, I woke up this morning thinking about the whole idea of presets. For some reason, there was this download that was sitting on my mind that we are born with a preset. And then somebody else puts other stuff inside of that, which oftentimes pushes aside the preset that we have of of who we really are of our perfect and whole beingness you know some people think of it as you know coming from the other side you know when you were there with god you were whole perfect and complete but then when you came over here all kinds of things were put into your mind things that are not true about who we really are Uh, things were placed in so that we could conform to this particular world Um, the particular family that we uh, were born into, the nation, uh, the religion, the culture, all of those things were placed upon us. But we always have that preset that's in there. And it's so important that we move through our lives, um, discovering ways to undo what was set in there by others. And to get back to that default setting, you know, of who we really are, and and I think that's so apropos here, where Reverend Ike is speaking about uh, the world mind. You know, there's a there's a world mind of conformity, and I I know that Daniel and I were talking about that earlier, um, before we actually started the recording, that that there is, you know, a, a, a world mind that that wants to program you, that wants to um, have you uh, conform, have you learn certain things, to get certain grades, uh, so that uh, the educational system can, can get the funding, so that you can be socially engineered, uh, so that you can walk and high step <laughs> Lockstep in whatever the system is. You know, being a good citizen, being exactly the way uh, that people want you to be, and uh, so the recognition of that is super key here. Um, that we get to choose, that we get to push that reset button and go back to who we really, really are. And as Reverend Ike puts it here, that 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 means stepping away from the spiritual and mental laziness, you know, let's face it, in this world, we are given everything to see, you know, we're given everything to think, the media, you know, the teachers, you know, our parents, we are being engineered to think certain ways. And certainly, we are engineered to believe that we are certain things, you know, whether we are othered in the color of our skin, we're othered uh, according to our gender, uh, we're othered according to our socioeconomic status, um, our language, where we come from, our religion. There's so much othering that happens um, that it just puts people in little boxes. And it can create limitation. I mean, we might want to think about the fact that, well, there are these structures. And so we are limited, but when we really get to utilizing our thought process and becoming spiritually awake and mentally eager to make these adjustments to see things differently, to step out of these limitations, then we can begin to see clearly and we can begin to get back into the flow of who we really, really are. And I think that's what what Reverend Ike is really supporting us to do here is to recognize that, you know, our divine creator, that source that created all things works through us and with us Equally, all the same. Even the Constitution of the United States states that all men are created equally. You know, that that we are really moving through this process of life on an equal footing. The whole thing is that there have been some institutions, because of fearful people that have been put in place, Um, Because so many people believed in them or believed that they needed them in order to be successful, um, that they do seem to be barriers. But they're only barriers if you don't think them down, as Reverend Ike puts it. That if we don't renew our minds with the recognition that, no, no, I have a default preset here. And I'm going to go back to that preset of who I really am. You know, that when I live my life according to these universal laws and I raise my awareness of the absolute truth of my being, then I don't have to live under these constraints and constructs that other people have created. You know, one thing that I think about a lot is, You know, people who will say that these people are holding us down. These people, um, there's racism and then there's prejudice. Racism is the one that that gives people power to keep others down, you know, according to uh, their race or whatever their difference is. I mean, race can be replaced with ageism, you know, and as I mentioned, gender. Um, it can be, it can be the, the, the weight of someone, someone's body weight, their body type. Um, there's, there's a standard of, of beauty, of what is considered beautiful. And if someone is outside of that, well, then um, they are othered. And there seems to be limitations and constructs um, that keeps people from having their happiness. Um, but, but that's definitely a lie. These are just constructs that are placed there, again, by fearful people who feel like they need to control others to other others (laughs) so that they can um, uh, seem to have some sort of power to uh, keep their lives moving smoothly, safely, peacefully, um, without interruptions. (laughs) And so with that, um, from our, our great advice from Reverend Ike here is that we do not have to deal with that. We do not have to believe that. We must awaken ourselves to the awareness that we really are whole, perfect, and complete just as we are. That we are individual expressions of that divine source of creation in all of its array of color, of variation, and. And that that's all beauty. That is uh, how we are created. And there's nothing wrong with who we really are. These constructs that might seem to be real are just illusion. And again, they are only real for us. If we have bought into them, you know, and that, that brings to mind, um, the uh, the agents of shield. I was watching that program yesterday. I, I find it very interesting, and as with all art and television, <laughs> they always put in little tidbits of of truth for you to think about. And um, one of the characters, Sky, who somehow um, had her alien DNA, her superpowers activated through some event that took place. Um, she began to find that she had a very destructive power, that she was able to uh, emit frequencies that were damaging and and destroyed things. And so she was being taught to control that and to manage it. And she was told the way to do that uh, was to match herself to the frequency of whatever object she wanted to. And in that way, by becoming one with, becoming entrained with the frequency of whatever that object was that she would be able to control her force and she would be able to essentially use what seemed to be very dangerous. Um, She was able to choose to use it for good just by honing that skill. And so what that said to me is that she became very familiar with became connected with the frequency of that mountain that was in front of her. The one that without her controlled focus um, was very dangerous because it was going to create uh, an avalanche that would kill millions or whatever. And so because she was able to become one with it, to connect with its frequency or its essence, she was able to see it for what it really was that it was something that was holding a frequency that was being held in place because it had been created long ago and was there because so many people believed in it, that, well, there's a mountain there. We, we believe in this mountain. And when she was able to connect with that, she was able to really identify what it was and she settled the energy and she was able to pull her force away from it. And so it was no longer this big looming problem for her. And I see that in our lives, that with what we're looking at here, if we have roadblocks in our lives and we have institutions that seem to be blocking us or um, subjugating us from living the lives that we were meant to live, that it's so important that we learn to first connect with it identify exactly what it is maybe with a lot of these structures they're they're just fear-based structures just looking at them that that they're about fear having compassion for those who set them up the people who are hiding behind them because they are frightened of whatever and when we're able to really unmask it by getting into the frequency or the essence of what the thing is, we begin to pull our energy away from it. And we can we can then choose to pull our energy away from it by recognizing what it really is, that it's not some looming dangerous mountain anymore, that it's definitely something that is a construct that was created by other people for whatever reason. And we can think it down, if you will, by choosing to experience and to be the complete opposite of it, by pulling our energy and our interest, our fear, away from it. And then it just begins to dissolve and That's what our meditation is going to be about today. It's going to be about having that ability to look at something dead on in the face that seems to be a threat, seems to be limiting us, and to pull our energy away from it, to dissolve it and see it for what it is, and to use that energy for our own power, for our own good, for our own creation no longer lending it to the support of that that looming mountain if you will but before we go into that meditation i just wanted to to check to see if anyone wanted to share um you know what you what you got from reverend ike's uh, statement here in chapter eight and and perhaps what i've just discussed anybody have anything you, you want to share anything move you there
0: Know thyself came to mind. (laughs) That was uh, the first thing, especially at the outset of the chapter, where Dr. Ike tells us that when we choose to know ourselves, essentially, uh, we no longer feel compelled to identify uh, with certain certain elements or identifiers, such as race, for instance, right? And whatever connotation comes, comes with that, whether it is whether it connotes some sort of inferiority, some some sort of superiority, um, we no longer do that, um, but we have to know what to know, <laughs> because some people might 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 uh, hear know thyself and think to themselves, well, I need to figure out my my racial identity. I need to figure out my uh, my sexual identity. I need to center these things that uh, may in fact be problematic for me to attach myself to, right? Um, so to know thyself, one really has to go inward. And, and just like you said, all of those programs that are, uh, essentially embedded into us and inculcated through all, all different means. Doctor, I said the media, I agree with that, but it's everything, right? It's the media, it's your educational institutions, your parents, it's your friends, your peers, right? It's, it's everything. So, and once again, alluding to, to what you just said, I mean, it's all perfect, right? Like, um, once you stop identifying with these things that pull you back and hold you down, once you just, like you said, speak it down, what you're left with is things that will lead you to liberation. That's all.
1: <laughs> That's right. So apropos, Daniel, it's, uh, it's, it's awareness. And, you know, and as you mentioned, you know getting into the racial identity i mean certainly that's a part of it you know understanding especially in the world that we live in we are we are all a conglomeration you know of of many races we're no longer one homogeneous people on the planet and and wherever there's a border you know the people are going to blend <laughs> you know wh- wherever people you know plant themselves, there's going to be some blending. And here in America, um, especially, and and there in uh, Canadian area, um, there's a lot of blending because there's lots of different people that come together, whether they have migrated, whether they have emigrated, (laughs) emigrated, or been been trafficked, you know, Um, people are are placed together on the same land and, you know, people are going to fall in love and, and, and sometimes they don't fall in love and children are born. And, uh, and so we, we do have that interesting conundrum of, you know, of, of knowing who we are in the physical, in the flesh. And so doing the genealogy, you know, understanding your racial background, maybe looking into the cultures, looking into all of that is, is a small aspect i think it can be a very important aspect but i think it, it's a small aspect you know of who we are you know as we know um we are we are spirit in form and that spiritual aspect is so much greater you know than this than this physical body that we we are going to shed at some point um you know the the physical attributes and the blends of, of who we are Um, But yes, knowing thyself and knowing how powerful that self is in that every moment, we get to choose what anything means. And meaning is is the crux of everything because when we hold meaning, right, or we attribute meaning to anything, there's a belief about it. And our power rests upon what we believe is true about ourselves, especially. And there we go. We go back to knowing ourselves. Who are we? (laughs) Where does our power lie? Um, Our power lies in what we believe and the thoughts that we hold in consciousness. And learning that is just so key. I know that the, um, the first time I was ever exposed to that, I think it was way before when The, the Secret, the movie, The Secret came out. Um, it was um, a book by Chad Hampstetter called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. And um, it let me understand the power of the subconscious mind. And that, that, yes, we are programmed subconsciously by the media, by friends, by family, by culture, um, by the educational system, but we are most suggestible to ourselves. What are we saying about ourselves to ourselves? And that's so, so key to identify what is that? Is that taking me where I need to go? you know is that beneficial to me am i saying things that are really congruent with who i really am yeah yeah and so before we go into that meditation i wanted to to also maybe reiterate i did email this uh, spiritual mind treatment out to everyone um, last week Uh, when i was on vacation i I just knew I said, you know, I think I need to preface this a bit and 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 think of a tool um, that can help support people to move through this process, because it is hard, you know, when every day you you do face some opposition or some sort of prejudice or um, some some sort of a roadblock that that seems to be blocking you. just becoming aware of the fact that while I'm responsible for what goes into my consciousness, um, how can I be responsible when these things are just hoisted upon me at every turn? Um, But this is where we go into conditioning ourselves. This is where we go into um, the idea of, of being spiritually and mentally awake and active. Leaving the laziness behind, you know, taking charge. And so the spiritual treatment speaks to it says, right here and right now, I reject all negative appearances in my life. And because I know my words are creative, I do not speak anything about myself or anyone else that I do not want to be true. This divine force in me is my everything. And I do not have to worry about anything. This is the truth of me. I program my life for all the good that I desire. This divine loving force in me is my health. I reject all appearances of disease. This healthy thought about myself keeps my immune system strong, provides all the energy I need and programs my dna to perform year after year as this divine beautiful force within me intended in full vigor and full vitality i program my life for success and prosperity knowing that my destiny depends upon how i program my mind I consciously program my mind for health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and yes, money. It's easy for me to program my mind for all the good that this divine source is because everywhere I am, that is where this divine source is. Thank you, God, divine source in me. And so it is. And I'm hoping that that gave you something to feel there. I know I felt that myself. (laughs) And I totally, totally um, enjoy saying that. So I'm hoping um, that you'll be able to revisit that one, to say it over and over to yourself, because that one is an important one. I just invite you right here and right now, if you're in a safe place where you can just be still for a moment to meditate on, which in essence means to get familiar with something, to meditate and get familiar with the truth about you, to get to know yourself, to get to understand who you really are. And just close those eyes and take a slow, deep breath in. And any thoughts that might occur to you as you practice right now, just thank them for their input and. Just simply let them go. As we begin to focus on our breathing together for a count of five in and for a count of five out. Let's go ahead and breathe together in, two, three, four, five, and out. Two, three, four, and 5. In, two, three, four, five. Out, two, three, four, five. In, two, three, four, five. Out, two, three, four, five, and just maintain that rhythm on your own. And as you know yourself, understand that this five in and five out breathing pattern is called resonant breathing. And when you breathe in and out this way, you're signaling to your nervous system that it's okay to relax. It's a really powerful tool to use when you're contemplating who you really are. When you're connecting with the truth of your being. And right here and right now, I invite you to allow a seeming limitation to come into your mind. It might be something that you're facing now. It might be something that you faced in the past and just kind of put it on a back burner. I'll give you a moment to really just bring that to mind. Some limitation, some sort of a roadblock that seems to be in the way Something that you want to work with today in this meditation. Some mountain. And once you get that seeming limitation in your mind. Just imagine that you split into two. Have one version of you stay put facing and focusing on this limitation. And allow that other version of you to step outside of this whole experience of limitation and block. And allow it to step away, that you that's outside, and have that you turn around and look at that whole situation of you Facing that limitation. Looking at it from a distance now. And as you do that, just observing from a distance, imagine that whole seeming limitation shrinking so that you can see it for what it is in its entirety. Perhaps see it from its inception. perhaps connecting with the realization that it was put in place by people just like you. And just notice why, and you know why it was put in place. Connect with its frequency and get to know it and understand it. And pull any judgment about it or victimhood around it away. Just notice it in its entirety for what it is. Just allow yourself to take it all in from a distance. Free of emotion. free of shoulds, just seeing it for what it is. Maybe you can see the fearful individuals who've collectively merged their thought forms over time. How those thought forms coagulated into mental constructs that hardened over time to appear solidified as institutions. And as you look at that from a place, of room and space to just take it all in, Not as a victim, but as a wise observer. Just firmly hold that stance of wisdom and objectivity You to say to yourself out loud or in your head that I have the mental and emotional capacity to dissolve them in my individualized sphere of creation. That's right. And I want you to get in visual representation of the energy. The energy that that you over there has been giving away to this construct for however long. Notice that energy that is streaming from that you over there that's been depleting that you. And now I want this strong objective you to walk back over to that you that's in the midst of that construct. And place your arms around that you over there. And I want you to whisper to that you over there. You have the mental and emotional capacity to dissolve by pulling your personal frequency from them. Assist that you over there in pulling your power away from that seeming Solidified construct. That's right. The two of you working in unison, just pulling your power away by no longer valuing what they value, no longer needing the approval, no longer. Holding sacred what they hold as sacred any longer. Because you are firmly grounded in who you really are. Notice the energy that you have now. back into your own vibratory system to create in your own life free of the draining seeming limitations of the past Feel the new objective feeling and share it with that you as you become one once again. That's right. Become one again and just bask in this moment in the recognition of the truth that you are now reset, rebooted, and that you no longer give away your power the constructs of others, and that you're free now to choose, choosing to use your power where you want it to be used. Now let's return back to the resonant breathing as we allow this truth to settle in. Breathing in, two, three, four, and five. Out, two, three, four, five. In, one, two, Three, four, five. Out. Two, three, four, five. In. Two, three, four, five. Out. Two, three, four, five. One last deep breath in, exhale out. And just go ahead, take your time and come back to the present moment and the here and now As we allow this feeling to settle in, let's review Reverend Ike's writing for today. What should you do with an idea or a suggestion that you don't want? Well, I would say we definitely want to think it down by rejecting it. And I think the best way to think anything down or to reject something, as opposed to negating it by saying it's not, just by affirming its polar opposite of what we do want to be true. Affirming the truth. What is mental laziness? Hmm. That's when we stop thinking for ourselves. Kind of just take in what's in the world mind, as Reverend Ike says, the, the thoughts, the ideas, the the goals, the values, the standards of others that aren't necessarily ours. What does your your personal destiny depend upon? Your destiny depends on you <laughs> and mine depends on me and what we hold in consciousness for sure. And we're not talking about fleeting thoughts that come and go, but we're talking about those that we repeatedly speak to ourselves and revisit and focus on with curiosity and interest and fear, dread, <laughs> right? With with our energy. What are we giving our energy to? That is what our destiny depends upon. What does it mean to program your mind? (laughs) What are we programming in? What are we taking in as mental food, right? What are we reading? What are we being entertained by? What people are we spending time with? What are we saying to ourselves about ourselves about the world? What are we taking in as learning and information? What are we reading? All of that is programming us. And the truth of it, you know, as a hypnotherapist, I definitely understand the whole idea of the subconscious mind, that the mind is always absorbing. It is always taking in information from the environment. And so because of that, we are always being inculcated. We're always taking in and absorbing into our very DNA, which they've found is actually a recording device. It records information. And so because that is going to happen, we might as well take charge of it and decide what we are being programmed with. Yeah. That is the crux of knowing thyself, knowing that power and really taking charge of it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, uh, the sister question to the first one was, what programs your mind if you don't? (laughs) Yeah, everything, right? Everything. Whatever we're giving our energy over to, whatever we are giving our attention to, Whatever we are loving, whatever we are fearing, (laughs) whatever we're interested in. Yeah, it is becoming a part of us. We are becoming entrained or sinking vibrationally with it. We are in the process of becoming quantumly entangled with it. Yeah. Powerful. What does that say about you? (laughs) what is it wow okay here's the question can a bad thing happen without a person thinking it up and how again another aspect of the same question yes it's background noise that is being recorded in and taken in by our consciousness And under certain circumstances, things can go in very deeply, especially um, during times of pain or trauma, shock, deep relaxation. Those are periods when the consciousness is is wide open or more open than usual. And when we're very young as well. That's why we want to be very careful of what um, we expose children to. Because children are absorbing at a deeper and uh, faster rate than we are. we, As adults, we begin to absorb a bit slower, but we are still absorbing from our environment 24-7. So what are we doing in order to not be controlled or manipulated or to be harmed or endangered by those programs we are programming them down by programming in what we truly want and that supersedes you know the things that we don't want by taking charge so knowing yourself and knowing that power that you have is really the only answer to having the life that you truly desire and I would say that it is the secret of those who seem to have transcend living the lives that, that people would never even imagine for them according to their circumstances, um, simply because they learned this truth, to step out of those limitations, to see them for what they really are, and to not accept them as true for them. That is the key. (laughs) I just want to say something funny. I was on an airplane and, and, you know, a lot of times when an airplane is at full capacity, of course, this is pre-COVID. Everyone was sitting right next to one another. And there was a woman who was sitting by the window and she didn't want to sit by the window. She said, I want another seat. And they said, well, sorry, ma'am, you Uh, you can't have another seat because we are at full capacity. And she said, I don't have to take what you give me. (laughs) And do you know they found her another seat? They found someone who was willing to switch seats with her. But she refused to accept what she was given. Because we always have a choice, especially when we refuse to accept what we don't want. So, I'm hoping that today was a really deep and inspiring message. I know this one was very, very deep for me. I thank you once again for joining me here for the Meditation Circle. Um, We're going to be back next week, and uh, I so look forward to it. Always know that uh, these uh, recordings... These archives are going to be on my Patreon page. I will upload them um, with other information as well. I know that I'll probably put the the affirmation, the uh, spiritual mind treatment, affirmative thought in there. And also maybe some homework suggestions on how we can practice this. Because certainly practice is what deepens the experience and the truth within us. Peace and blessings, and I thank you all for joining me. Take good care. Bye.